One of the most basic human needs is connection. Connection among family, friends, and community. We all crave to be loved and accepted, and as a mom, we long to have close time and experiences with our kids. But when there's so many demands and life is so busy, how does one even go about doing that? How do we prioritize our relationship with our kiddos when there are so many other things battling for our attention? What are some ways that we can practically build connection with our kids in our daily rhythm that leave our kids knowing and feeling deep down in their core they are loved and prioritized ahead of all the other noise in this world? In the next few minutes, we will uncover five ways you can intentionally connect with your kids when life is loud and you feel like your attention is spread too thin. Welcome to the Faith-Led Working Moms Podcast. I'm Lindsay Walker, a wife and mom of three who loves Jesus, manages anxiety, and understands the difficulties of being a working mom. As a working mom myself, I know what it's like to wear multiple hats and sometimes struggle to keep up with the endless to-dos. You want to find a way to balance financial responsibility with your divine calling to raise God-fearing disciples and enjoy life in your present season. You are searching for a simplified way to live that aligns with your faith and values, offers freedom, and allows you to prioritize according to God's word. So, if you're eager to create a thriving reality while also showing up for your loved ones, you are in the right place and are welcomed here with open arms. Grab a cozy blanket and your favorite drink and gift yourself the next few minutes to join me in this time of renewal and growth. Let's take this journey together and live abundantly in all areas of our lives. Welcome to the Faith-Led Working Moms Podcast. I am confident that I am not alone in recognizing the overwhelming busyness that life is in and of itself. And most likely, as working moms, life is and will probably always be quote-unquote busy. But within that acknowledgement, I feel it's also essential to keep in mind how important it is to carve out time to connect with our kids. Just as it is crucial for us to have a sense of connection and have a supportive community to rely on for ourselves, it is equally vital for our kids to have that foundational bond and safety net as well. And as their moms, we get to hold the privilege and responsibility of cultivating that environment for them. I would bet that we all want to genuinely connect with our kids in meaningful ways, and we even know the profound impact that it has, but this desire often is in conflict with the reality of our situations and how stressed and busy life is for us. We all have kids with their own set of schedules and commitments, and the list of things on those schedules continue to grow as they get older. We have our own careers we are building, there's housework to get done, bills to be paid, and other outside commitments, either with our church or even in the community a lot of us find ourselves involved in. We can't wait until we are less busy to build quality time with our kids because in all sincerity, that time will most likely never come. There will always be things battling for our attention. So how exactly do we go about building a deeper connection with our kids? How do we diligently follow this call of intentional motherhood when there are so many other things that we feel or think need our attention first? I have five things I'm going to remind us and challenge us to do over the next couple days to help us out. Okay, so first thing we can do is each day, make it a priority to spend individual time with your kids and leave space to relate to how they're feeling. Slow down and actually look your kids in the eye. 
We function at 100 miles per hour a day and constantly are on the go, taking on the next thing the majority of the time. A lot of times, we're so concerned about what our kids are doing and their behaviors that we don't actually take a step back and look at life through their lens. They are their own person, living their own experiences, and they are navigating their own friendships and trials. Taking a few minutes each day to look at your kids as individuals, their behaviors, and how they are interacting with you and your family are essential. Are your kids happy? Do they seem sad or disconnected? Taking time to actually talk with your kids and asking them questions about their day and how they're feeling with no other agenda in mind is a good place to start. Just take time to get to know them for them and make sure that while you're doing this, you don't have your phone in your hand or seem preoccupied in doing something else. I know I'm guilty of having multiple conversations during the day with the device in front of me or in my hand and that's something that I'm currently feeling convicted of and working on personally. And having these conversations and outlets with our kids, helping them know they are loved and seen, it opens opportunities for our kids to know that they are prioritized and that they matter. They see that we're busy, but they also see the choices we make and how we are navigating that busyness and that we have moments that we choose to prioritize them. And don't discount where conversations can happen. They can happen in the car, over the dinner table, while taking a walk, while they're working on a school project even. There's more pockets of opportunity that you realize once you start intentionally looking for them. You can even connect with them in their neutral, default form of communication, in the things that they like doing. I believe it's our job to find ways to relate to our kids. And what I mean by this is sit down and watch a movie or show together that they're into without doing anything else. Or if they have phones, you can send them encouraging text messages about how amazing and proud you are of them and how much you love them. Or you can even slip them notes that express that. The possibilities are endless and we can do some of these things quickly without much thought or energy. The second thing you can do is encourage them and remember to affirm them in the positive qualities that you see. There's a funny but I feel very true quote that's credited to Dr. Rick Hansen and he said, The brain is like Velcro for negative experiences, but Teflon for positive ones. <laughs> So just take a second and think about how many negative things you personally think about versus positive things in just a day. We would be in denial if we thought our kids were immune to this exact thinking. Negativity has a longer shelf life than positives because of how each and every one of us are wired. There's multiple statistics out there, but I'll go with the most conservative one that says it takes three positive experiences to offset one negative experience. There's multiple other experts out there that claim that it takes seven positive interactions or words to counteract one negative. And if you think about it, that is leaving all of us, as well as our kids, with a huge deficit each day, not even considering the compounding effect it has over time. And speaking as a mom, I know I'm guilty of being way quicker at the correcting side of things than the positive affirming side. I'm way better at actually thinking positive things about my kids than actually taking time to speak them out loud to them and letting them know what I'm thinking. So being slow to anger and quick to praise, showing empathy and understanding in the circumstances that they are walking through is a great life-giving, easy way we can connect with our kids in everyday circumstances. The third thing I have, which might sound silly, but hugging. 
Physical touch can be one of the easiest ways to help us feel connected. And scientific research shows that human touch is essential to emotional, cognitive, and physical development in people, and especially in kids. Not only does it help them feel safe, but it also helps boost self-esteem and creates happiness, which we are all in more need of. And as my kids are getting older, I have one in high school, one in middle school, and one in elementary right now, so I'm smack dab in the middle of all the age groups. I have to be more intentional with this daily as they're getting older. Next is actually being vulnerable with them and apologizing when you've messed up. None of us are perfect, and as our kids age and get older and start having more personal experiences outside of our realm of control, it's important that we cultivate a space where they can come and know that they're loved and can open up when they need to work through something. None of us are perfect, and as much as we don't want to believe it, our kids see us in some of our weakest moments and countless situations where we aren't perfect. We can use those moments, though, to be honest with our kids and ask for forgiveness when need be. And last but not least, pray. Pray for your kids and pray with your kids. Make it easier on yourself, too, and you can do this in designated times during the day that are already habits. If your family's great at eating around the dinner table, pray with your kids and for your kids during that time. Pray with them at night while you're saying goodnight before you go to bed yourself. Say a prayer as you're driving to school. As their parent, it's our responsibility to train them to teach them that God is their ultimate provider. And we can do our best in the things we do, but ultimately they are God's children and he has entrusted our specific children to us for a designated time while on earth. And when our kids hear us pray, we are actually teaching them how to do it themselves and to, and to depend on God in all things and ultimately grow in their own personal relationship with the Lord, which is so priceless. So to recap and to put everything in a nutshell, spend time with them, encourage your kids and affirm them with positivity and love, hug them, be vulnerable and apologize when the need arises, and pray for and with your kids. Start small and begin with just doing one of these things a little better today. And if you think about it, none of these things actually take a lot of time. All of us are in different stages emotionally and mentally with our kids, but I hope you can take time today and just reflect that God has handpicked you to be your kid's mom. None of us are perfect, but each of us is the perfect mom for our kids and families. Us for them and them for us. Remember, God specifically chose you to be the mother to your kids because no one can love and pour into them and take care of them the way you can. Hey there, if you connected with this podcast in any way, I would love for you to leave a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. It is such a blessing to be able to see and hear from you about the different ways God is using this podcast in each of our lives. Also, if you're on Facebook, you can join us in the free Facebook community group, Faith-Led Working Moms, where you will be surrounded by like-minded community that shares in the same desire to live intentionally in our faith, family, and career. You will be showered with encouragement, fun challenges, 
practical tools and resources to help you align your life with God's Word and restore your priorities with accountability. It's when we intentionally renew our minds and root ourselves in God's promises that we can actively live in the best that He has for us. And until we meet again, I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. May He smile on you and be gracious to you. May He look your way and give you peace in all you do.